Hey everybody, it's Corey Mosley, and this is the Fearless Entrepreneurship Podcast, strategy, testimony, and real talk for all things entrepreneurship, and it starts right now. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of the Fearless Entrepreneurship Podcast. Yes, this is the place we're talking about all things entrepreneurship, growing your business, starting your business, turning your business around. We're going to hear stories and triumphs and, you know, maybe we'll make you think, maybe we'll make you cry. I don't know. Everything is on the table every week. I'm your host, Corey Mosley, and I'm super excited that you're joining me today. I've got some great guests. I've got some in-studio guests. A lot of times, you know, people are calling in all over the country, uh, all over the world, actually. India, UK, we've had some great guests on, but I snagged a great opportunity, I would say, uh, because this is a unique show. Not only do I have my wife, who you never hear from, participating in the show today, I've got a power couple of sorts, or not of sorts, uh, in in real life, a real life power couple. Um, They're personal friends of ours, but um, he came to town recently to do an event that just went gangbusters. And I said, you know what? You have to stay in town an extra day so you can come share with my audience. And I'm talking about none other than Willie and D Jolly. They are the power couple. Willie is a, a CPAE in the speaking world. And that means Hall of Fame. So that means he's a bad boy. And how it all runs is D Jolly is making it all happen. I, I think we've got an electrifying show today. If, it, if it's anything like the live event that uh, we were at the day before, we're going to have a great electrifying show today. Guys, thanks for joining the show. We are joyful to be able to be with Corey and his beautiful bride, Ziamara. And we're glad to be here live in your studio here in Richmond, Virginia. Yes, we're so happy to have you. Babe, why don't you introduce yourself to the world? You've never come on before. Hi guys, I'm Siamata Mosley. I go by Z and uh, been with Corey here for 15 years. G- glorious. Well, I, uh, maybe. Glorious <laughs> years. Glorious <laughs> years, <laughs> best years of your life. Like You gotta maybe. go a little longer with that. Give it all away. Okay, not yet. Only to me, by the way. <laughs> D, D, you're here to say hello to everybody. Hi there. This is D Taylor Jolly, and it's a joy to be here. I love the mostly. <laughs> now, normally I have normally I have a big uh, uh to do you know they, they people send me some long hundred word bio, long bio, and I go through everything that they've done. Uh, Willie, I mean. You've done so much. You've got the number one show on a uh, number one motivational show on Sirius Radio. You're in the Hall of Fame. You've spoken uh, across all the countries and all the continents and uh, some of the top business books. Uh, Ford Motor Company. You helped them during their turnaround uh, process. So there's just, I mean, you know, I could spend a whole show just reading reading your bio. But one of the reasons why I wanted to have all of us here today is I constantly get these conversations in two forms. One is this idea of, hey, uh, Corey, my wife and I or my spouse, we want to build a business or we're thinking about doing it. And, you know, we're worried that that could affect our relationship, our marriage. Um, And you two literally wrote the book on marriage uh, that's out now and available. uh, Make love, make money, make it last, which is a phenomenal book. Uh, So I would ask that question. The other thing I get asked is the conversation about my spouse Corey, I want to do this, 
but I, my spouse doesn't support me mm-hmm. or I'm having a tough time working on my business because every time I'm going home and I hear this more from men than women, but I go home and, you know, what did you get done today? We don't have, you're not bringing in enough money. This ain't going to work. You need to go out and get a job. So there's this failure of a support system. And I, and I have men reaching out to me um, all the time about that and looking for ways to, how do I get buy-in from that spouse? And, you know, I wrote a book called Entrepreneurship Confidential and I, in it, I talk about tough decisions that sometimes you have to make because sometimes the people closest to you uh, are the ones that are going to be your biggest problem. So I want to I want to just dive into that and give some insights. You know, you guys have been married for 35 years. Talk about some of the just dynamics in building a business every day together. Let me first start by saying that I think it's important that I define how I see the word entrepreneurism. Mm, yeah. Because people have different definitions of entrepreneurism. So I define entrepreneurism as someone who designs and determines their destiny. They design Mm. and they determine their destiny. And they make a decision to do that as a business entity. That said, I, I always have to share with people when I speak at big entrepreneur conferences, over the years I've done this, I always tell the story of when I was growing up. My mom was a school teacher. My father was an entrepreneur. And so my mom would get up in the morning, come downstairs. Uh, she'd get dressed first, get, come downstairs and cook breakfast for my brother and I, whether it's oatmeal or whatever. And then about um, eight o'clock, she would be leaving so she could get to school on time. Uh, my brother and I would get breakfast, but we would be in the house, we'd hear our father in the basement in his office on his old Underwood typewriter going Many young people don't know what that typewriter sound was, but it was a manual typewriter. He'd be up early working, and so at about 8.30, quarter to 9, school was right around the corner from us. He would say, okay, guys, let's go. We t- take us around the corner. And we'd get to the schoolhouse and we would get the same speech. Remember what, well, before we, before we got the speech from him, we'd hear the other parents telling their children the same thing. Okay, Susie, what are you going to do today? Go to school, get a good education so I can get a good job. Mm. And then they say to Billy, Billy, somebody, another parent would say to Billy, what are you going to do today? Go to school, get a good education so I can get a good job. And we would hear those conversations over and over. Then my father would say to my brother and I, okay, guys, what are you supposed to do today? We're supposed to go to school. Yes. Get an incredible education. Yes. So we can create some good jobs. Mm. And that is what we were conditioned to do to be as children. So when I got out of school, I was an entrepreneur. I became an entrepreneur. My brother became an entrepreneur. We went down the entrepreneurial track and we've had to con- had the opportunity and also the responsibility to control our destiny in the process. Now, that said, I married a woman who came from entrepreneurial parents, but they did not have that conversation with her. Mm. They had a con- They never talked about it. They just did it. Right. They went to work. 
they owned a grocery store or barbershop. They were a hybrid. Yeah, well. They were a hybrid because my dad, for years, worked in the Newpanoo Shipbuilding and Dry Dock Company and crawled through the hulls of ships building the destroyers. Mm. He came from the country in Virginia with right. a fourth grade education. Right. And working in the that environment afforded those people of color a chance. Mm. So he took that chance. When I say hybrid, he worked from 7 a.m. until 3 o'clock and then came home, left his clothes in the garage because mm. it had steel particles in the light, took his bath, I had his bath water drawn, we ate by five o'clock, and then he went to his other businesses that he and his brothers had put together. So mm. where did the money come from to develop those businesses? Right. They all worked in the shipyard. They saved their money, then they built their own businesses. So we had the grocery store, right? the laundromat, the hair salon, right. the barbershop. So we all worked, but we never had the conversation right. that Willie's dad and dad had with him, what do you do out? We were expected to get a good education, right. but my expectation of a good education was so I could get a high quality white collar job. Right. Okay, so that is why I say I'm a hybrid. Also, so, so what I think is, no, well, let me just make a point. Yeah. So what I think is interesting here, so now in my circumstance, I give my mother credit indirectly because in my house, I think the greatest gift she ever gave me was, and, and I won't let her, I won't give her a medal for this because it wasn't intentional, but she never put a boundary on what was possible in a lot of people's environment, they are often told what they can't do or what they what right what the tunnel vision of what should happen is. And I never had that boundary. So that made me think anything was possible and I was never stopped in that way. Now, I want you to share for a minute before Willie comes back in, uh, whatever you want to share here, but because you had a different philosophy, right? Right. So, I mean, I want you to stay out of trouble, but go ahead and say <laughs> what's, you know, I'm not worried about my um, mother coming after me, but. Well, <laughs> see, so I don't think there was an expectation of whether or not we created our own business, mm. but there was an expectation to get an education because my mother has a high school degree. My, my dad did not finish high school. I think he maybe went up to eighth grade. I'm not 100% sure. So in my family, I was the first one to go to college. And you had that, was that, did you have the pressure to do that too? No, I, see, I don't think there was a big pressure. It was expected that I would get a good education mm. and make something of myself, but there was no pressure to either go work for someone or create my own business. Right. So there was, there was not that structure. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I, I and I, I brought that as a preamble to mm. your actual question. Mm -hmm. What happens when you have one spouse who wants to be entrepreneur, the other person is not feeling it? Yeah. Or reluctant. Yes. Which, or, or doesn't come from that thinking, right? Like you know, yes. uh, like a teacher. Yes. Right. That's a that's a different mindset, an analytical Which mindset. I was too. And, yeah. Right. That's a so like this long term safe. 
Yes. All those are that that's notorious, yes. you know, and that so now you you're you know, I call it gas and brake, right? Now on that entrepreneurship mind, gas, 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 and now you're married to break. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, so when my wife was working for she was teacher, then she took a job with a corporate entity, and then she went to a law firm and working in an administrative position. Then she went to Capitol Hill working mm. for a congressman, and over her time at Capitol Hill, she served under the, uh, the leadership of three congressmen. But I realized after I had started my speaking business, so I went from getting out of school in the music business, having a recording studio, a production company, and then starting to perform, then led to speaking, which I won't go into how that happened because that's anybody can go to my website and uh, check on some of my videos or YouTube and see how my story, because many people know my story, but... Feelings. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so, so, but... I have this wife who's very, very astute in running organizations because she runs congressional offices. She runs the congressman's life, but she's working for him. I'm an entrepreneur. I need that kind of skill set to be able to grow my business. But she's like, no, I don't want to be an entrepreneur. I'm <laughs> not comfortable with entrepreneurism. So here's what I want to really teach or relay to that person mm. whose spouse is not feeling it. You've got to grow them to feel it. You mm. gotta, you gotta condition, educate, grow them. So here's what I recommend with people. I think selling is a good word. Well, selling is a good That's word. Part of that. But 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 you've got to sell using a process. I knew you needed to work with me, be with part of my company. I knew you weren't comfortable with it. I knew you did not have want any parts of uh, entrepreneurism. So what I did was I sold her, but how did I sell her? I would go and get a book that I was reading, Think and Grow Rich, Power Positive Thinking, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, whatever. Now I tell people what they need to do to get my book. It only takes a minute to change your life. That's mm. the book. It only takes a minute to change your life and, and, and read it. Now, once I read the book, listened to the audio of uh, the greatest salesman in the world or whatever, uh, or the greatest uh, entrepreneur in the world, whatever uh, uh, book whatever or audio, I would say to her, listen carefully, folks, here's what you got to say. I thought this book was outstanding. <laughs> now, i like to get your opinion. <laughs> Tell me what's your opinion of this book. So he stroked my ego. Right, right. right? I didn't right. know she needed it. Right. You cannot say you need it, because once you say you, you need it, they shut down. But if you say, give me your opinion mm. on this book. Give me your opinion on this audio file. So she, I remember saying, her, her listening to The Stranger's Secret. Secret. Earl Nightingale. Earl yeah. Nightingale. Yeah. Uh, we had a cassette. She, scratchy. I said, scratchy cassette. And I said, tell me your opinion. And on her way to take my son I like to school, this. I like this. stand back, she yeah. would listen to that audio. And she would read the books. And little by little, little by little, I got her to say, well, maybe I'll take off one day a week come work with you. Right. And, Let me ask you a question. How yeah. long do you think that process was, though, that you had to sell her? Oh, it probably took 
six it months? Was, no, it was year? over a year. Maybe mm-hmm. a year. It was little by little. But it was little, little by little. little. I had a plan. It wasn't quick. I had to. I had to grow her thinking. Mm-hmm. And you don't do that overnight. And then you can't just throw them in the water and say swim. So she had to grow to that. But she she made the decision. Now, she won't read any nonfiction. You won't read it now. Well, it's so, not that I won't. So, like, it. I've had I've had this conversation. Look at this library of his. I've had this conversation, and she's a she's a amazing reader, a voracious reader, and can read super fast and all this stuff. Fiction, vampires, fantasy, <laughs> uh, 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 fantasy, Harry Potter. Like, she'll crush it. I mean, she can read all day, and she's blazing. Like, I'll show her something. I'm like, you read that already? And and so amazing from that end. But I will, I've, where I've struggled is I'm like, you know, from a learning aspect, and I'm no fiction, all nonfiction, yeah, right? Know. So I'm saying to her, like, take a look. I mean, read, read this. I want you to, you know, get this. No. In, and, and it's kind of like, you, just, you, 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 no, I didn't do it your way. Yeah, no, no, you're, I should have talked to you first. Opinion. Yeah, I should have talked to you yeah, first. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. so, but she's an entrepreneur anyway. Yeah. She ended up an entrepreneur. She just came from another perspective. Now. How would I recommend she grow her entrepreneurism? That remember that Charlie Tremendous Jones, the great um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. speaker icon in the speaking self help industry, yep. who was one of the first big motivational speakers, had a famous mm-hmm. phrase that people have used and repeated for Only years. Difference. Only difference between uh, where you are now and where you'll be in five years is the people you meet and the books you read. So it can add audios and audios, yeah. right? And now so, we can modernize yeah. that, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, but principles the same. The principle is that you've got to grow. So y'all are doing X now in terms of income. What's keeping you from doing triple X? Mm-hmm. Okay, is that you've got to grow. You know, Einstein said the thinking that brought you here would not solve the next level of problems. That's right. And so. Uh, what I just encourage, because she's an entrepreneur, she is, and you you know, she got your back, she supports you, 100%. she does all of that, but how do y'all grow your business from here to triple here? Right. And so that's what D and I had to do. So first I did was to, to sell her, influence her, and mm. condition her to at least become a thinker about entrepreneurism. Second is that once she was in, she was in. So, but you had an advantage, though. Yeah. Because the, the people that come to me say, I, t- I go to my wife and I say I want to do this, and she's completely against it. Now, you had an advantage, though, because you were doing it. It was just, D, you were still had your other job, your Capitol Hill, your yeah, responsibility. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't go, when he said, I want to do this, or I'm doing this, or whatever, you didn't go, now nah, don't, you didn't discourage him from, him pursuing his desires to be entrepreneurial, yeah. right? He was okay. I was so already I would, there. I would, yeah, I would say, as you talk to people who say my wife is not supportive, there's more to the story. Mm. You have to get the background. Gotcha. So True. if two people are together, and perhaps the he, the the primary spouse, who says I want to become this, I want to become, we get that a lot. Okay. I want to become a speaker. I want to do, and my wife is not supportive. What were you doing on alone? Were you an entrepreneur, and now you're just changing the entrepreneurial format? Right. Or were you doing a nine to five? Right. And was I think he's talking about somebody who's doing a nine to five mm-hmm. and wants to start that. And so that's frightening. Right. And so you have to find out what is it that is 
causing the trepidation on the right. part of this. Not family. enough cash in the bank. Not enough. Worried about where the money's going to come from. Cash. Right. 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 So how do we work together to remedy that mm. before I jump? It's right. like, oh, so they're saying, oh no, oh no, because yeah, the mortgage note. Right. That's up and down. Right. Or maybe they're handling the mortgage and I got the health insurance and now I right. don't know if there's going to be mortgage money. It's the, it's when you lack details you run yourself in the well, in the trouble. But what's the reverse of that? What if there is enough cash in the bank and you don't have those issues? But well, I think that's where I think not, that's where Willie oh, points coming in. Because no, I'm saying I think that was his point is how to handle the mental game. I, like that was it's a great idea. Right. How you how you're playing that role of you know uh, what do you think about this and what do you right. think about that and you're indoctrinating them in in that particular way. Now for us, our business had. Our business had grown in an area that because she was she was a retail manager, she had staff, she was moving up within this organization. But I had so much going on that I was whether going to hire somebody else, a complete stranger, right, to to do this, or she had to come into the deal. Because if she didn't come into the deal, her job was going to continue to keep her away in retail land. Thanksgiving, leaving to go open the store, inventory till three a.m. and then. What I love about the two of you, it, 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 one of the things that hit home for me is I realized, I said, well, I need to know the kind of person I am. And if I'm over here, all I'm out of town, I'm doing this, and she's out of town, and she's doing this, and we're never communicating. It wasn't going to work. That's going to be a problem. Yes. Because yeah. the idle hands, as they say, is yes. the devil's work. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't the person that you want to not... To, to be from afar, like a long distance relationship, a long distance marriage was not going to play out well in my. Well, you weren't even married it, at that No, point. but yeah. but that was so it was a necessity thing, right? And I think you're saying it was similar, right? The business it was just kind of like because when you came in, because you tell the story, you came in and you you you're like I don't know what well, what are we supposed to do? I don't, yeah. I don't know where a contract is. I ain't seen a receipt. So I don't know. You where. Had motivated me. To want to participate. So yeah. now I've gotten a broader sense of, huh, entrepreneurship. So I've got, we've got freedom. The amount of money that we can make is yeah. endless right. based upon what we put in. Mm -hmm. I don't care how long I work on Capitol Hill right. until two or three o'clock in the morning, my check was still going to be That's the right. same. That's right. So now what are my concerns? So as he encouraged me down this path of, Look at entrepreneurship. Read these. Then I started to think, well, how could we do this? Right. I carried the health insurance. Mm. So then I verbalized. This is so very important. You can't just think what I'm having to. You have to verbalize. Here are my concerns. Mm. So I talked about what was important to me. Health insurance, retirement. He had always been an entrepreneur. Right. As I alluded to yesterday who has yeah. the 401k what right what is that right who's right. got i verbalized how do you see this working right so then we talked about that and how do we come up with a plan right so i needed to know that and sign on to that before i said okay i'm now ready and he didn't come up with that i said i'm now ready to work four days a week i'll put a toe in the water right Went to right. my congressional office and like, oh, no problem, D, whatever you want. One day a week. And then I think I did that for like four or five months. One day a week. Maybe, maybe about three months. And then you went to and two And then days. I switched mm. 
And then the three days. Then four days Then with I was me. one day Capitol Hill and four mm. days with him. So it wasn't then, I jumped in. Right. I'm too much of I gotta have the detail. Now it right. might not be all, but I gotta have enough to say Okay. As indoctrinated as you became in the belief system, you weren't willing to abandon something that was ingrained in you and in your personality. Correct. Right? So you took on newer... So I talk about... So I say the cure to everybody's business issues are always D-O-K. They have to cure deficiency of knowledge. And when you cure D-O-K, that's what's on the other side of everything. Well, how do I get more customers? You have deficiency of knowledge. You have to cure that by getting the knowledge of how to use social media or how to network, right? That's always the connector there. So even though you were indoctrinating her and and building the confidence that this could go, she still wasn't going to abandon her core belief system. I didn't know how. Right. Or her comfort right. system. Yeah. Her comfort zone completely. I could motivate her to do a little by little, but I also was wise enough, and I thank God for wisdom. I was wise enough to say, okay, take it easy, take it slow. Don't try and make her jump in or throw her in. Let her come at her speed. Mm. And she was able to do that. I, I want to go back to yeah. the question you asked about, well, what is the. Uh, spouse say or how does the spouse communicate DJ said it and this is why we want to encourage people if you're a married couple every married couple needs to go to jollymarriage.com jollymarriage.com get two copies of the marriage book one for each of you could we talk about what DJ said how to have those difficult conversations how to verbalize your feelings we give you a formula, the, the four F's formula. Be friendly, be frank, be fair, be focused on a positive result. They help you through that process. And then we give you some other strategies to grow your, your communication, as well as your understanding that women tend to need security. And men need to be respected. Those are the core needs. And so... Uh, and we were talking about it just this morning about a, an example that we're going to be using on our Happily Married Monday with the Jollies. Every We do Monday nights, we do at, at 9, 9 o'clock p.m. We do Happily Easter. Married Mondays with the Jollies on Facebook Live. And we're going to be talking about a inverse or reverse situation. A husband and a wife who left their jobs to become entrepreneurs, mm. she became the lead dog. Mm. She's the one who worked harder to build the business. She sacrificed. She made it very successful. He rode along for the he went along for the ride. Mm. She did the work. But in that process, he said, You're you're neglecting me. Right. And I need some I need you to spend more time with me. How many times over the years have we heard uh, a, a story or a song, a woman says, you know what, uh, you, you're not, you, you don't have enough time for me. Well, well, baby, you said you want me to make more money. Right. You know, I can't make more money being at work and being home with you. Right. Well, which one do you want? And you've heard that. Well, mm-hmm. this was the inverse. He was saying to the wife, right. hey, you're neglecting me running and building this entrepreneurial enterprise. So we're going to deal with that on on an upcoming show. And so what we say is that everybody needs to communicate. Here are my needs. When I told Dee that that, that, uh, that issue, I said, here's one of the issues that we're going to bring up. She said, oh, simple, communication. 
Right. That's a communication issue. They didn't communicate. And we tell people in the marriage book, the three big boulders that break up marriage are sex, money, and communication. Mm. But communication can be deceptive. To say, you just need to communicate. Right. It really is very difficult because it is, it is not about talking, number one, as much as it is listening. And you listen more with your eyes, the body language. Mm. So wait, so this is a good one. Now, because counseling, counseling moment here, right? She is famous. Okay, she is famous for wanting to tell me what her interpretation is of what I'm saying or what my face said or the all these things that I actually never said. But so, his look, but so, you so, did say so, he, the way he looked. Yes. No, like, Speak volumes. Like, oh, well, it's the, well, no, you didn't have to say anything. I, and and I, I'm like, I didn't say, you know, oh, you don't like this shirt. I never said I didn't like the shirt. He looked at me a certain way, and I could tell that I he did not that. like it. You got to believe what I say, not what no, I, not what my. No, This way I got to help a brother out. I got to help a brother out. Women will communicate in a number of ways. And they, and they will take cues. Or people will take cues. But, but when she says, this is how it made me feel, then that's how she communicates. That right. This is that you didn't look like Looks you like Looks can tell you a lot. Uh, yes. without having oh, and Corey, I would say the research bears out what Z is saying. Right. So you can say all day long, sweetheart, I I am not I I, I am not upset with you. Right. If your arms right. are folded, right. if you Which he has a tendency up, to do. Oh, he has a tendency to have a chair. conversation with you and just have his arms folded. And then I'll approach Listen, him. I don't need to be Sigmund Freud say, <laughs> on my show. But then I'm there. And then I'll approach him and say, why were you standing with your arms folded like that? Oh, and, has your number. And he says, I didn't even realize I was doing yes. this. Uh, so your body language is speaking volumes. First of all, the words only convey about 25% of the communication to begin with. So, before next, we start next question. Uh, 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 analyzing him. <laughs> next question. All right, so, so anyway. Not the way I wanted that to go. No, but that's go okay. it's, going, it's going to open an honest conversation. Because yes. someone in this uh, audience yes. who's listening will say, yeah. And yeah. someone will take it to somebody. In fact, we encourage you all to do this. To pass this interview. Pass this podcast. Yeah. Tell Lottie Dottie and everybody about Corey Mosley's uh, Fearless Entrepreneur yes. Podcast. Make it a part of your weekly routine. Mm. Share it. Like it. Comment on it. Get it viral. Because this is a useful and necessary part of the entrepreneurial journey that you learn from entrepreneurs. So I encourage you to, to listen to his podcast weekly and, and get pinged when he has a new uh, addition or he posts a new one. Uh, now, that's it. Uh, we also want to encourage you, by the way, to go to Make sure to listen to Happily Married Mondays with the Jollies, 9 o'clock on, on, on Monday nights on Facebook Live, Willie.Jolly. And go to jollymarriage.com. And then we also want, I want you, if you're an entrepreneur, to, to listen to my Sirius XM show. Uh, Corey mentioned it, and I want to make sure I, I, I circle back because I want you to be able to uh, listen to some of the fact that I interview some of the best and the brightest thought leaders and entrepreneurs every week, whether it's a, whether it's a Bill Marriott, the founder of Marriott Hotels, 
whether it's a Wally Famous Amos, the founder of Famous Amos Cookies, or whether it's a Damon John from Shark Tank, whether it's a T.D. Jakes, John Maxwell, Les Brown, Gladys Knight. Every week I've got a great person who is on my show. Well, what you say, I don't have XM. Now, it airs, by the way, channel 141, Saturday, 4 o'clock Eastern. The same interview re-airs Monday morning at 8 a.m., Tuesday evening at 6 p.m., and Wednesday morning at 11 a.m., channel 141, Sirius XM. But you say, I don't have Sirius XM. Ah, okay, no problem. Go to the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast and look it up on your wherever you get podcasts, iHeart, C-Suite, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever, and, and get that lesson. Because what we want to do is we want to help, and that's what Corey does while he's doing this, we all want to help people grow their entrepreneurial success. We are here for that reason. We are inspired to do that. And so we want to encourage you to do that. And then if you got your spouse, you, you can work and you both listen to it so that you'll both grow together. One of the things I like about the two of you is that you've got each other's back. You always are respectful and caring and concerned about each other. So that's a, that's a great signal that you are tracking together. And that's a, that's a big part of this journey. Because right. you got to be tracking. You can't have different agendas. So, so when you guys talk about the idea of, uh, you know, not having a fight, argument, or what, the, we what's had the an argument. You haven't had an argument in in thirty thirty three years. Thirty three years. So, so well, before we get to that, I, I want to give a context to it, right? Right. So inside these, um, whether spouse or family run businesses or relationships, dealing with decision making. Uh, because there's two forms, right? There's the idea that a husband and wife or two partners, whatever, you you know, we welcome, we love everybody, but uh, they come together and they form a business together. Now you have this 50-50 relationship. The other scenario is somebody comes into the business already. Mm-hmm. How have you approached uh, decisions, critical decisions, not where we're going for lunch or what, what kind of paper we order from Staples, but how have you approached critical decisions um, where one person, I don't know your, bus- your your technical business structure, but we're inside our organization ultimately, structurally, I'm, you know, the ultimate decision falls to me. I may seek counsel, but from a legal end or from a, from a fiduciary end, I'm the driver, you know, from, from that decision making. How do you, what, what advice do you have? Or let's just go whatever angle you want to come with when it comes to dealing with decisions that business, because obviously you're, you're leaving the, you're clocking out of the business at six o'clock, you know, in air quotes, and then going to your personal life. But those things will carry over and, and there's that That's a flow. very good question. Thank you. I'm very good at this. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say first, I came into the business. So he, yeah. had, yeah. he, he, he had the business yeah. and was a subchapter S corporation when mm. I came into okay. the business. So I had no stake yeah. in the business when I first came in and did not understand what he was doing. So I had to figure out what was going on and often Willie could not tell me <laughs> so I followed him around <laughs> I, I, looked, I looked for systems I looked for where's the checklist of how you're saying that when you're talking to so and so on the phone 
He had it all in his head. Willie? Yeah, that's true. And so I got snowed out. I was in Kentucky for graduation mm. and went to bed one night and it was a flash blizzard overnight. Oh, wow. And I was stuck in this hotel for a week. I mean, it was rural Kentucky. They brought me in to do this big graduation for the, I was going to be at the, their Coliseum or whatever at the, at the university. And so I called her and said, I can't get out. And she said, well, I have to make this work. And she had to figure it out. And right. she, and she so created I had systems. to dig in and, and, and say, you know what? Failure is not an option. So I had to have a conversation with myself because right. I really did not know. Right. What He had a yellow page that he did cold calling from. Mm. He had a legal pad. <laughs> we had an old computer that one of his musician buddies had sold us for like $200. Right. So, and when the phone started to ring, I had to figure out what to say. Because up to that point, <laughs> I wasn't even answering the phone. I'm trying to figure it out. So the team- Or was just going to voicemail? No, 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 no. Like, what I'm saying before that, I would okay. be there. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. She wasn't doing phone. She gotcha. Was, she was doing the paperwork in the gotcha. back, and I tell her what to do, do this, do that. Yeah. Here, you know. So, so if he's he's speaking to a group, oh, we do, we have a contract. I'm going to do work for the city of Arlington, Virginia. Right. Update the contract, hear the details, and I was working on that. Gotcha. But how anything else played out, I didn't know right. up to that point. Right. But now he's gone. What do I say mm. if and when the phone rings? So right. then there was no internet. So the phone would ring. Gotcha. So I had to figure it out. And the school Oh, yeah. And some people listening don't realize there was a time when there was no internet. <laughs> there was a time before like, email. Like, huh? What? Huh? What you talking about? Yeah, there was no, no such thing as internet. So I started writing up. Okay, I answered the phone. What do I say? Another great day. Willie Jolly Worldwide. So, oh, I need to write that down because I'll mm. be flustered. I'm doing something else. Right. Phone me. Oh, my God. What am I supposed to say? Huh. If right. I have it written down and it's in front of me, I can just switch and I'll know what to say. Right. So that is how it started for me. So do you think, so So in our world, I like to toggle back and forth. So, you know, one of the biggest advantages really that she has allowed me to do is, so I've tried to, we're trying to hyper hyper focus on this. I'll, I'll say to her, okay, I need, we need this thing done. And this really happened a lot when social media, when we got into social media right. and, and I, I would go to her and I would say, okay, we need to do this. You need to get on this webinar. You need to learn this. I've bought this system and you need to go become the administrator of it. Right. And what I've tried to do over time is we've had these conversations off and on where I'm saying, Hey, I know you're doing X or you're into X, Y, and Z, but I really, I'm a big believer that you have to be in the right vehicle. Like a per, like when I work with a company, when I talk about their employees and they'll say, oh, well, you know what? This sales guy's not working out. And I say, well, you know that, you, you, they're a pretty good employee. Maybe we just have them in the wrong vehicle, right? Maybe they don't need to be in the frontline sales department. Maybe they need to be on the phone, in the phone room, right? And now you, you move them and all of a sudden they're a superstar. They just weren't good here. So I try to have this hypervigilance and I'll go to her because she will do anything. I ask her to do to make the business work, but that doesn't mean she's doing what 
is she can be passionate about or doing what is the most in alignment with her. So because we're taught in this kind of small team, solopreneur environment, there's this belief system out there that everything should be DIY and you got to be chief, cook, bottle washer, which is not really a business. No. Like if you, if, if, if none of us today showed up for work tomorrow, our business would still exist, right? Cash would still be coming in. And so many people do more buying of a job than they do of building a business. So I'm curious, as you were thrown in, because this is a great example, right? When you say, now all of a sudden you're thrown in to figure this out and create these systems. Were these things that were ultimately more natural to you? Did they work well because they were already in your wheelhouse, so to speak? Yes. Or, or were there things where you were like, you know, this isn't really, you know, my area, but I'm doing it because it needs to be done. My natural inclination is toward detail, mm. checklists. Right. How can I do this so if I need to give it to someone else to do, they can right. do it. Right. But then when I hit, okay, another point, I don't do that piece well. Right. We hired early on. Yeah. Out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Because then it was, I can only do these things. Right. And we hired another person from Capitol Hill, someone gotcha. that I knew had had that experience. Okay. And they were going through leaving one member. So it was somebody that I knew administratively, their skills worked well with Willie and she did things that I didn't do. So we were very early on. Willie has always had a measure, has always had staff. Right. Except I guess that first, first four or five years. Yeah, the first four or five years, I did everything myself. I was a big cheap bottle washer and a, right. and a cook and everything. But once D came on, then we started to diversify. Mm. Now, here's the thing, though. There's still some things that she doesn't do. You do everything. He said he needed. There's certain things I know I'm not going to ask her to do because I know she's not going to do it, like make sales calls. <laughs> right, like, right. Not right, so I've never had, I mean, you've yeah. never had to do that. But right, if right, he right. asked me to, I would. Yeah, right. So, right. Yeah. so D, I know that's not going to work. So I was mindful of their skill sets right and what she does well and even now with our assistant now she does a lot of stuff but even then there's certain things i won't ask her to do Mm. because i know that's going to be not maximizing her effect you don't do it as well as you do it right oh oh, just uh, just the factor that is not going to maximize her effective particularly when you got limited time limited resources and limited energy Mm. So I've got to use the most effective way to use that energy of her time when we've got time to work. So how do those critical decisions get made inside your? Oh no, you asked that. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, we just we go. Back, it's so easy to get in a couple different directions. Yeah, we circle yeah. back. Yeah. So we really do almost run our company like we run our marriage, mm. and that is that when I got married to my wife. And this is in chapter seven of the book, um, How to Handle a Stalemate. When I got married to my mm. wife, I said to her, look, just let me think I'm in charge. <laughs> just let me think I'm in charge. I know you run everything. You ran your father's mm-hmm. companies. You ran his church. You ran his organizations. You ran all. You ran a congress. You know how to run stuff. Just let me think I'm in charge. So here's what we have in that chapter. That's why I want everybody to get it. We have a, a chapter called How to Handle a Stalemate. 
I want to go left, she want to go right. I yeah. really want to go left, she really want to go right. Which way do we eventually go? Well, it's like when my mom and dad were riding down the street, and my, my dad had, we had a 1956 Chevrolet. And for those who don't know anything about that age of cars, that there was a rearview mirror on the pat, on the driver's side on the outside and a rearview mirror above uh, the windshield. There was no rearview mirror on the right side of the passenger side. Mm. So if my dad was riding down the road, he would say to my wife, we all know there's a blind spot, he'd say, can I get over? Right. My mom would roll down the window with a handle. Uh, Y'all right. know nothing about that. Handle down, stick her head out the window and say either yes or no. If she said yes, he would get over. If she said no, he would not. And so she became his trusted advisor. Mm. And so that was how they That's made decisions. Analogy. That's a great yeah, yeah, concept. Yeah, 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 yes. Trusted advisor. Yes. So, and that comes over time. Yes. yes. So that is how we deal with marriage. Nine times out of 10, when I, we have a stalemate, I'm gonna ask her advice. I'm gonna ask what she sees that I might not see. Right. And then nine times out of 10, I'm gonna go with the way that she recommends because I know she sees things that I can't see. I, I always like to tell people it's hard to see the picture when you're in the frame. frame. That's right. And so she sees things that I can't see and my blind spot we call scotoma. Everybody has a scotoma, a blind spot. And so I said, oh, okay, no, we'll go that way. Now, in business, there are times though I have to make the final call and, and not the way I, that she wants it or my assistant wants it. Right. And I said, nah, my gut tell me. Right. Now, here's what I do. And he is the big picture thinker. Yeah. So once he puts an idea out there and I grimace on the inside, oh, no. <laughs> Another new is that, is that Does that resonate very, with you? Very familiar. <laughs> and then my mind immediately goes to there are 87 individual must-dos to make that idea happen. So then I start, this is over time, so I start to research and gather, gather data that then I can say to him, you want to do this. We need to do this, this, uh, number 25, 26, oh, 47, 48, 40. So he still wants to do this? Right. In light of all that we've laid out? And he's like, we got to do this. Then, okay. Then I have to be on board. That's a part of the deal. I have laid out the options, have explained the pitfalls. What what is the probabilities and he still wants to do it? Right. We have to be all in because we're in that boat together. So if it sinks, it's not going to sink because we were all not in. Right. We're all rowing together to make it happen. If it sinks, okay, that one didn't work. Now let's move on. Now I would would you agree? I mean, I collaborate with you on a lot of stuff especially brand stuff optics i mean would you yes. agree with that yeah, i agree um, no i will make you make all the final choices okay we well, don't have to say it like that see <laughs> see, see this this is how see this is how this situation this is how the situation go, goes you know the conflict start no because that part was not necessary that that extra piece was not necessary uh, so here I was, but here I was trying to have a a cordial 
Like, hey, I involve you, you're involved. Oh, yes, you do, Corey, yes. That was all that was necessary. But she made it a, because you make all the decisions. She said she made you like all the five. Oh, she didn't put a little extra. No. Listen, anybody anybody listening to this, rewind. (laughs) Anybody listening to this podcast, you go back and you hear what she said and you tell me tell me the point. But but you you have that input though. So I don't it's a so I you may you may amend that and say ultimately the final decision, but many times it's input that you have. No? Yeah, I mean, we talk about it. We write, we make a pro and cons list. Right. And then I make him sit on it for a couple yeah, so of that's days. Yeah, so that's how she controls yeah. my idea madness is, okay, great, sounds good. Let's see how you feel about it on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like, we go through a whole process. That's yeah, good. yeah. He's yeah. got to sit with it for a week before we can decide. I, idea machine. I so, like that. Yes, yeah. I like that. Well, like you can't that. kill create. That's a way to cultivate creativity, and, and then we'll come back and go, okay. Because I find by, okay, so we talk about it Sunday night, by Wednesday, he's already tweaked it in his head so we go back and we revise our pros and cons or just said it's not worth right I I believe in ROE so there's ROI right return on investment I believe in our return on energy so yes we could make this work whatever this idea is but is there something else I could be doing instead of the energy time effort money to do that or to make that happen that we could just be better off you know staying the course of what we're doing so Right, so it either gets done or it doesn't get done, or yeah. it just sits, and then we might revisit it in two months. But I, but I like that also about getting kind of everybody, you know, on board there, because I, I think there's a lot of so. So now you have people who are in this business together, right? I, I think that's great. Um, it's definitely you guys definitely have to pick up this book. We have we have the two copies, but dealing with the stalemate is huge because you definitely have those dynamics there. Now, the yin and yang is important, right, mm-hmm. too, because yeah. if you wanted to be doing all the keynotes and all the speaking, too, right, that would be a problem. So it is also that I, I, I say yin and yang, the, the yin and yang, the joy and pain, the sunshine and rain theory there, right, that that's also what makes it work. You can't have two people that want to be, you know, uh, uh, in the front all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you? W- w- what do you think about that idea? Here's what I recommend with that: that marriages are going to have different personalities, right? And also, marriages are going to have different learning styles, operating styles. My wife is a driver. Mm. Okay, I am a um, expressive. Mm. So knowing that that. That's she, personality types. Personality, right? Yeah. She yeah. is. She only sees black and white. <laughs> There's no. Right. But I dial it back because I'm married to someone who is expressive, mm. who loves people, who wants to talk. And I'm an extrovert. Right. I'm right. an extrovert. She's right. an introvert. I'm an introvert, right. which people don't believe. I'm dominantly an introvert. Yeah. And I would, I would not doubt that because yeah. you, you're analytic as well. You, you right. think uh, right. So you, right. So. But you, I mean, as you all know, I can, right. But I mean, I you mean, know, again, it's the group that I'm around. It's, it's who I'm around. around and right. yeah. Yeah, like I hate, you know, I, I had Dawn Brooks on the show and uh, Dawn Brooks Gullah uh, on the show. And, you know, she's this master networker, right? She networked oh, with anybody, talked to anybody. She's an and, uh, extraordinary. And she said something that was interesting, though. She said introverts actually, what makes introverts so great 
uh, is that they're generally better at listening. Yes. Typically. Yes. Yeah. Typically. Yeah. Typically, they're better at listening. Um, and I think when I when I think about some of my natural gifts of and, and I saw this with you uh, both of you actually yesterday um, some of my natural gifts to break down a situation very quickly right not you know the square root of 222 that's not my gig but somebody a, 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 a business create a business breakthrough or where, where where there's an opportunity there and I refer to it as that natural gift it's because of the way I think I listen and then my mind starts looking for the solution the moment somebody starts talking with the problem yeah um, makes sense. so but but I said to Dawn, I hate networking. Like going to the event and having to put my sticker on and you're well, if you're in communications, it's a blue sticker and I'm Corey and I'm there with the half cranberry juice, having the chips and the dip and you know, so what do you do, D? Uh, what brings you I hate it. And I love I it. I, I it. love it. Yeah. I'm I'm looking for that. Yeah. Woo, come on, baby. Wow, come on. Wait, hey man, what's your name? Who are you and my wife? Right, so, so, so that's where the yin and yang. Yin and yang. That's where the yin and yang. She's doesn't like that. Right. I love it. Right. And I. So how do you handle it? Yeah. How do we You don't work like it, dude. I find it so awkward. Yeah, you find it awkward yeah. too, like me. Yeah. So okay. we don't go networking. Right. I don't do because it. neither one of us like it. <laughs> yeah. And I, I work my network, yeah. but I don't necessarily go I networking. He yeah. likes that, and we're in DC. It is yeah. really a networking yes. town. Yes. And a lot of things have to happen because you have pressed the flesh. Let's see yes. how coronavirus affects that. <laughs> right. But. I had I had to analyze why do people network? Right. How can this help our mm, business? Mm. Then having done that, then my next step was to figure out how do I make this work so I'm not throwing up in the bathroom while he's glad handing. Right. Uh, so we go to a big dinner. We go <laughs> right. to a big right. chamber of commerce dinner, gala or something. She knows the process. Right. I get in. I find my table. She sits down. We got 10 people at the table. I walk around. I meet everybody at the table. Then I say, I see y'all a little while. And I'm gone. He's out networking. Right. So I'm I sit working until the, the meal comes. He might not show up. I cover I his cover meal. Cover my plate up. And, and I will get up periodically and see and network with people. But I had to memorize consciously memorize mm. what are the key questions right. that I can ask anyone yes. and get them to talk mm. because the key for me in for example, networking what brought you to this function this right. evening right. who in particular do you know here hmm. right. whatever they say on the end then I ask a question related to that Okay. I'm always headed down the path why are they here? Right. Why are they important? And is this somebody that I can use in my network later? Right. For me, it's right. television. Yes. Right. So it is not. Now that, is that too tactical? That's how. Whereas he, where, whereas he's like, you know, when he came, when you came into the dinner the other the, the other evening, it's like, you know, I need to sit with the people and who is this and who are you and that's and who he like, yeah, yeah, is. yeah. In Dude, I, I like. That's who he is. But in order for me, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking to both people, right? And I'm digging it. Okay, that's not me. Right. I came in. I said hello. I did not go around shaking everybody's hand. I said, "How are you? It's good to see you." Right. Where is my? Where is my? Where are my Brussels sprouts? And 
talk to a few people, get to know, oh, why are you here? Who are you? That That's where I'm headed. Right. So how do you make your money? Right. How do you make your money? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. She and, went right in. So look, I want to come a couple of things. And I know that podcasts have some ending point. Ending point. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I know people are listening and saying, man, I love this. But look, so one thing I want to do is I want to encourage everybody to go to winwithwilly.com. That's a site we put together to help people Please win. Please spell W-I-L-L-I-E, but whatever way you spell it, you'll, okay. you'll get to me. Um, but winwithwilly.com. In that site, we've devised it so that you can win in business. There's a site for that right there on, the, on your mobile device. You can win in your faith walk, where people know I'm a man of faith, and, and part of my success is generated by my faith and, and how I see that as an important in, uh, ingredient to empower me. Then we got win in marriage. So that's where you can access the marriage inf- information. Win with your kids. If you got kids, they can become a distraction. We got a whole site for that. Win in speaking. Some people want to be speakers. They know I was a Hall of Fame speaker and I've trained a lot of, or in, mentored a lot of speakers mm-hmm. who have become very successful. And then we've got win with your attitude. And, we're, and it's constantly growing, constantly moving. And so we want to encourage people to go to winwithwilly.com. And there will be a site on there where you can actually sign up for our newsletter. So you can get updates from our weekly newsletter where every week when my XM show, when I finish the interview, I give the learning points, the things. I'm taking notes just like everybody else taking notes. And when Colin Powell says this, I want people to know these points. So we send out a newsletter with the learning points so people who can access it will be able to be prepared for it and those who cannot will learn from it. So uh, well, that's what I want to make sure I get to. Uh, yep. th- but this is a, such an interesting concept that we are glad to Z is with you on this because she is such a great partner. She is such a great partner because she is so easy. Um, we, Cheryl and my team just loves you. They say she supports Corey every which way and like you said you do whatever it takes they all love her in the public (laughs) they ain't never had a coke can upside the head (laughs) you deserved it okay well i'm gonna be truth telling today (laughs) all right she probably she probably needed it because you know you 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 he's uh, a little extra he's a little extra now he might be extrovert but he's definitely extra because he's a connoisseur of everything you, you also Corey tends to act a little different when it's just me and him versus when it's in a group setting. So you're just getting a piece oh, of, of him. Of, of that connoisseur. Right. Of that well, where the I get 110%. Yeah, it's good to have you on. Um, we'll, we'll come to the, <laughs> we've come to the part of the show. We've come to the part of the show where I want to ask you about your craziest entrepreneurship moment. What's a... What's a moment that you can think back to uh, that you look back on and was wow, it was crazy. I often tell people uh, I was in Las Vegas. I had to speak to 300 people. Um, I had needed to have an emergency root canal. So at 9 a.m. I was speaking at like 12. I, uh, I was lunch lunchtime keynote. 
And 9 a.m., I'm in Las Vegas at a dentist's office having a root canal done wow. because my original dentist messed it up. So uh, I remember, you know, trying to get him done and getting in the cab, getting yeah. to the audience, still under the Novocaine. Yeah. So it worked out great because my opening was, listen, guys, I just came from the Mercy Road Canal. If drool starts warming down my face, <laughs> I am okay. But here's what happened, right? And then I broke the ice for the audience. It was great. But that was just one of those crazy moments. Um, and we've had a lot of people on where Jeff Bezos actually responded to their email email and so what's something that you think about was just like a, 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 a kind of a crazy moment that you know hopefully worked out oh man we've had so many I can imagine really have had a lot of, of travel experiences we've had uh, people who had to cancel on us and we've had to be creative mm. on how we would su survive <laughs> that moment we've had to be creative in entrepreneurism with Paying the bills. Right. You know, there are going to be some times in your entrepreneurial journey, journey there are cash flows. Is this something challenges. that jumps out at you? I would say, anything come to you, let me say it. Go ahead and talk. I'm, 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 you know, my filter is always a dollar sign. <laughs> that's, yeah. Well, that's fine. Any story. It can't have to do with money. It can do with but money. When we were on that, I found the most interesting experiences on the Get Motivated Tool. Okay. And how the back office, the back side is so very different mm. than the audience and the public side you get the to business see of it. The business of it. Yeah. And how the same message would be filtered differently depending upon the personality of the of, of the audience, mm. which is determined by the city. Mm. The socioeconomic right. state of the city. Right. To go in and, and kill price. it one town with the same material. You you crushed it. Yes. And then you go with the same because you think it's red hot and then it's But you crickets. have to adjust it yeah. before you go on stage. Mm. Even the price point, a ticket in one city might have been right. $69 a ticket and they give you five free tickets. In the next right. city it was maybe $19. Right. And you get six tickets. Wow. Six additional tickets. It's the same material. Right. But how it is presented, the ability to analyze your audience so well that you know how much you can get out of their pocket right. before you start. Right. And that public, that's a public seminar business. Mm -hmm. You can it, it's a big public seminar. Whole yeah. shirt. So if yeah. people don't know who to get it motivated, for many years it was Zig Ziglar and General Colin Powell and Les Brown. And then Zig passed away and I got to call to replace him. And so that was how we wanted to get motivated. We're doing two cities a week. Uh, my, my most interesting, I think, thought that comes to mind when I was speaking for the United Bank of West Virginia. Mm. Now, we were supposed to be there on a, fri a Friday night for my keynote speech. So we were going in Thursday evening for the key to be there. There was a big tornadic uh, thunderstorm mm. that came through Dulles Airport where we were flying out. Oh, wow. They canceled the flight. And they said, mm. uh, we're the small regional flights. They said, we got to cancel the flight, nothing. They got a ground stop, nothing going out tonight. We go back home. They say, be back here at 6 o'clock in the morning because that's the first flight. We get back at 6 o'clock in the morning. That flight is full. The 10 o'clock flight is full. The 12 o'clock flight is full. Mm. I got to speak at 5 o'clock. So 
At that point, I said, I've got to make an executive decision. All the flights are full. We're sitting there for hours. I got the speech. They paid me my money. I'm going to be there. Right. I leave the concourse at Dulles. I walk across the street to the private plane hangar mm. place. And I say, I need a private plane to get me to. And they say, we can make it happen. I said, what's it going to cost? They told me what it was going to cost. I said, book it. Let's go. And then I called the client and said, here's the situation. He said, right choice. <laughs> I'll pay the plane. Mm. And we, the three of us flew down on a private plane. My wife, my son, and myself flew down to West Virginia and fly the plane. They picked up the pad. But I made the choice. Yeah. Because this is about business. Yeah. And I had to make a decision. You've got to make the decision. What's going to take care of that client? Right. That's my job. I thought I thought you were going to say rental car. Uh, <laughs> well, I've done no, that many times. No, no, and, and that because we were doing a we were doing you talk public seminar. We were doing a public seminar, and I'll never forget in San Antonio, Texas, and um, our flight out of uh, I think it, our flight out of New York was canceled, so they moved us to Newark Airport, worst airport in America. Uh, so we go to Newark Airport. Now my team, we're in the what was then Continental Club at the time, because it wasn't United, it was still Continental. We're in the Continental Club, having some cocktails, having some things. We fool around, miss the plane wow. to San Antonio. So now our only option, because it's eight, nine o'clock at night already, is to fly to Houston. So we gotta fly to Houston, get into Houston at 12, one o'clock in the morning, and I have to hire a driver. No rental cars available, no rental cars open. So I have to hire a driver to drive us at 2, 3 in the morning all the way to San Antonio, wow. rolling at 6 a.m. to have a table ready for check-in at 7 o'clock in the morning. So I thought you were going into driving in. Oh, we done that many times. It didn't cross my mind to, to hire a person. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you that uh, much. We, I've done that. I mean, I've had many times going into Chicago. This is when I was traveling alone. Going to Chicago, the flight to Indiana was mm, canceled, mm. and I got a... Yeah. The private the car and I sat in the back seat while he drove me yeah. to or we missed the flight oh we missed the flight yeah. that's another one so lots of those kind of yeah. travel yeah. things but here's the yeah. bottom line yeah. as an entrepreneur you make the call and you make the call with your best information and your best data and your gut and you go to work. And to protect your client. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, and, and listen, folks, that's the that's the part of entrepreneurship that's not on Instagram. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? The no. three, yeah, it, when, you, when you got to rent a car and you're driving and, and this didn't happen and you're going across the country. I remember going across country with $120 on my credit card, knowing that the client wanted to go to breakfast, praying he didn't want to go somewhere. Lucky it was a country guy. So we had, you know, eggs and, you know, we had some scrambled eggs and something for 10 bucks. Right. But I just remember Remember all those moments they leave out of the out of the uh, out of the book on you know the beauty of entrepreneurship. All right, so I want to have this is called our rapid fire section. Right. So this is an area where I'm just going to ask you nine nine questions. It gives people insights into how you run your business, what you're kind of into. All right, so it's the first answer that pops off your head. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Just say it. PC or Mac? Mac. Mac. What's the favorite credit card you use now to run your small business? American Express Platinum. Physical planner or digital planner to run your schedule? Digital. Physical. Favorite. No, no, no. The schedule is uh, digital. Digital. What's your favorite software right now when it comes to running your business? What can't you live without? Uh, I would say, uh, my, I think it was calendar. Okay, just your, like, your Google yeah. calendar. Your Google calendar. calendar. What would you say? So we then? all see it. 
Like can't live with it. If it was down, you'd be in trouble. Online right? calendar. Online calendar, really? Online okay. Calendar. Okay. Starbucks, Dunkin', or other? Other. other. What's your other? Wawa. What's your? I got a Wawa the other day. I was. A, I had a guest on. Interesting. Make my own. Make my own. Why did I not know you would say that? <laughs> when it comes to thanking somebody, thank you card or thank you email? I call. Thank you call. Thank you, handwritten note. Handwritten note. I find it all, I laugh because there's people who say email and I laugh because 100% of the time when they say email, they always make some excuse. They'll go, uh, email, but I really should be doing more cards. And I'm like, just, you know, be who you are, right? So when it comes to reading and learning, hardcover, tablet, or audiobook? Hardcover. Hardcover, D? Both. Both? Certain Both which on ones? Tab- okay. Certain things on the tablet. Okay. Tablet. Or my, and or my phone and the actual hard book. Depends upon if it's content that I am learning from. Mm. I like the book. Highlight, tab. In, in, in the margins, which helps yeah. my memory. Gotcha. And for other general kind of business information, it just kind of gives me the aha. Mm. I can read it on the tablet as fast. Makes sense. What would you say is your next big goal? Television. Getting a show? Yes. Okay. D? <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Negotiating the contract for no, television. No, I'm surprised right. you what you're going to say. No, you don't know what I'm going to say. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. I was going to say cash net million dollars. Okay. Well, that's not, net that's million. I, I what did you think she was going to say? I thought she was going to say law school. Oh, that's interesting. You're and thinking about that. going to law school? Mm-hmm. How about that? Well, see, here are a couple of things. I've always wanted to go to law school. I, I, I was accepted and didn't go and got married. Not to him. This is husband number two. Right. <laughs> I like how the lady anyway, said. Second time's a charm. Last, last, last <laughs> night in this event said, uh, I, I had a, a, a husband or two. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. So, so there are a couple of things that I realized that I should have become. Three things. Not that I'm not happy with myself, but now I know where else I'm going to go. I think insurance is necessary, and most insurance people are liars because it's not it's not a this or that. You have to figure out where you need to be, mm. and nobody gives you the whole perspective. So that I had to learn. So I think I need more focus on term versus life. It's not. It, it could be a combination of two, but there's so much. And because you know how everything is changing, I need to have enough knowledge so I can help the next generation. Mm. My son, my mm. nieces, that. Next is legal. I'm always fascinated how you can take the same set of facts. Right. And depending upon the kind of story you tell, yes. it has a completely yes. different ending. So that yeah. and analyzing contracts, because most of the contracts I review mm-hmm. is that level of detail. And again, they right. all lie. You don't have so a you, have you don't to. have a serious business unless you had some legal run-ins yeah. in your life. <laughs> so it's the insurance, yeah. It's the legal, and then it's the financial, mm. and having enough knowledge to know right that all financial advisors are not equal, right, and that everybody who's trying to get you to she's such a skeptic. <laughs> she's a, I, I'm learning this about you. I've known you five, six years. She's, she's a born skeptic. Yeah, yeah. He's like, You're a liar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're liars. Marketers are liars. So, the, 
Yes, yeah, we have to have enough information, <laughs> knowledge ourselves, right, to make wise yeah. choices. And I would just say, all the years I've been on this earth is the I'm just now accumulating and understanding. Oh, so I've had a lot of different insurances, and I, because I didn't have enough background knowledge, right? So having people in your circle that you can trust based upon their knowledge base. And that comes with educating yourself. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So if I've got a million dollars cash. And I want to just, I want to expand beyond what she just said about the million dollars. Four levels of, of okay. thinking for entrepreneurs. Mm. The first level, and this is going to encourage everybody. I like this, I know, yeah. First level of thinking for entrepreneurs is to gross a million dollars. Mm. Mm-hmm. Second level is to net a million dollars. Mm. Third level is to invest a million dollars. Fourth level is to give a million dollars. Mm. That's when you have- You gotta say that last because you brought your voice down. Uh, yeah, so fourth, fourth one is to give yeah. a million dollars. So first is to gross a million dollars. Second is to net a million dollars. Third is to invest a million dollars. And the fourth is to give a million dollars. That's when you know so that I you have- So Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Let's get to that giving. Like, let me get that money. Yeah, that's when you're at the next yeah. level. Yeah, for sure. I love what one of the ladies said yesterday when you were referring to these things, and she was saying that she had worked in Japan for several years, mm. and how they looked at business development. They look at business development in terms of a hundred years. The vision is right. You, the, the vision, vision is cast for a hundred years. Right. So it changes. Yeah, we could. How you think in America, where you could use that because it's yeah. a the patient impatience factor mm-hmm. is start a business Monday. Why don't I have a million dollars yes. by Friday? Right, right, right. So and 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 they're the marketplace. To your point about uh, not so much everybody's a liar, <laughs> but but there, there is this belief system that's perpetuated. <sighs> online in particular that it's just bip bam boom yes. and all of a sudden you're in you know you're in anguilla with your feet in the toe in the sand and the cash register is just ringing right. um and and there's much more to it than that right one one day last question and we're gonna do some trivia and, and uh and wrap up uh one day with any mentor who is still alive mm-hmm. um who would that be alan weiss well you have access to alan weiss though Oh. Anybody you mean? Somebody. Oh, you do. I mean, you know him. Yes. But so, but I, like, is there somebody? See, you know, this is unfair. So for other people, it's easy. Everybody's like Oprah, I, I'm Les Brown, or, or people you already know. So like, who is somebody maybe that isn't in your? Because okay, I, my, you know, I've had. I mean, these, you've had Colin Powell. You've had all these people I've had in your. Nito, yeah, I've yeah. Had yeah. Les, I've had, <laughs> yeah. You know, so unless we with Les for Thanksgiving Day, we we spent time with him. Uh, I guess if I had somebody off and about, I like to spend time with um, Elon Musk. Okay. I'd like to spend a day with Elon Musk. Interesting. To see how he thinks. Mm. D. <laughs> Who's the guy who said, oh, Marcus is a liar? Seth, Seth Godin. Seth Godin. Seth Godin. He has been on the forefront of marketing and how you think just ahead of the social media. Do you want to spend some time with him? Yes, I do. I, I, I mean, he and I have emailed each other. Oh, okay. All right. All right, we're gonna make that fearless entrepreneurship. Part. We, we're gonna make that. We're gonna make that happen. I know Seth listens, so we gotta get him. All right. <laughs> we're, we're gonna make that happen. Um, okay. 
Then we're going to do a trivia question. All right. Okay, so, and the trivia question, this is the moment where we decide if you join the Hall of Fame uh, on the show or the Hall of Shame on the show. Other people will get it wrong. So the good news is it's multiple choice. Um, I think I did this. Did I do this? Uh, I don't I did know this what one. You did. Okay, well, it's cool. He knows both of these people here. All right, here we go. I don't know anybody. Okay. No, well, you know, you I mean, you know the names of the people. Um, all right, so it's multiple. I'm giving you trivia, multiple choice. You got a 33 percent chance of winning, uh, and, and you can phone a friend here. So this is good. All right, because the two of you here. Who said the following? You have to put in many, many, many tiny efforts that nobody sees or appreciates before you achieve anything worthwhile. Here are your options. A, Dale Carnegie. B, Brian Tracy. C, Gary Vaynerchuk. Janice Vaynerchuk. Is that you want to collaborate or? It sounds like, but it, 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 it's, it's kind of. Well, actually, you can have your own guess if you want. And I, I think it's kind of the Vaynerchuk would say because he's he's like that no brian tracy yep uh that doesn't sound like something brian would say go with to me i'm gonna go with vanderchuk both of you are going with vanderchuk final answer, final answer. answer. okay sure? so as much well okay well, let okay, me tell well. you so as much as i love you all <laughs> you are going in the whole shame today all right that, and and shame beat you better call brian <laughs> and, and yeah brian tracy uh, that didn't sound uh, like something brian would say and i've had brian cool. on my xm show yeah. a number of times yeah Wow. All right, so, so and, I mean, he. What do they say? More information so per know, minute than anybody. Yeah, I don't yeah. know Vanderchuk. That's why yeah. I guessed him. Because yeah. that I would have thought I know. I I quote Brian. Right. Brian and I have been friends, and we've been on uh, on, on 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 events together. Clean. Well, so. you always got got to spend some more time together because that yeah. was All that right. was Brian Tracy. So you said it a couple times during the um, during the podcast. But how do people get in touch with you guys? Get in your get in your sphere. Give us yeah, a yeah, quick yeah, quick yeah. recap. Uh, the real quick, simple way to reach us is winwithwilly.com. Winwithwilly.com. And anybody who's a friend of yours, here's what you do. Go to wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift. With that site, you'll take you to a place where you get gifts that I give to my clients. There are lots of free goodies. There are books, audio books, in, uh, digital books. There's music. There's um, interviews from some of the people who've inspired and impressed and empowered me for my XM show. They've gone on the podcast. There's lots of good stuff there. WJSpeaks.com slash gift. And then follow me on Twitter at uh, Willie Jolly on IG at The Real Willie Jolly. Um, you can follow us on YouTube with Jolly Marriage or Willie Jolly. We got two YouTube channels and we're constantly growing. And watch for me on television because I told you I set my goal. Get ready, get ready, get ready. What's your, uh, I, I want you to leave, leave with one, one of your favorite uh one of your lines. Well, most people know me for yeah. I didn't start with it, so I'll close with it. You have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. Forced upon you, you can't refuse it. You didn't seek it. You didn't choose it. But it's up to you to use it. You must suffer if you lose it. Give account if you abuse it. Just a tiny little minute. But your eternities are all wrapped up in it. Be blessed. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. And this is D. Taylor Jolly. Authors of Make Love. Make Money. Make It Last. Jolly out. Jolly out. Thank you guys for joining the show today. All right. Babe, thank you for joining the show also. Well, thank you for having me. As I close out today's episode, I'm asking that you subscribe to my podcast to get the latest episodes as soon as they are released. 
If you like what you're hearing, please leave a review. And if not, just keep it to yourself. And if you've heard something today that you think can help someone you know, then I encourage you to share it. Finally, if you are a business owner that is ready to become a fearless entrepreneur, then head on over to my website, fearlesswithcorey.com to learn more about the most comprehensive business growth support system for entrepreneurs on the planet. I'm Corey Mosley, and this has been another episode of the Fearless Entrepreneurship Podcast. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next week. Thank you.